Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spock. Chris Spockman hanging out at Mount Pleasant High School. Got A.J. Dennis, Logan Baroda, Chuck Coach McIntyre here with me. And first of all, Jack. What a game Friday night, up 35-0, to running clock to start the second half against Midland Dow. Has that happened in your coaching career, Mac? Uh, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so. No, not that I can remember, but, um, yeah, we came out firing right away and jumped on some momentum, and um, we rode it all the way through halftime, so it was nice. And, Logan, what stood out to you in that game? Uh, I mean, obviously the weather was bad, but they gave us quite a bit of stuff, but uh, us capitalizing on their mistakes and, and taking over – not even just their mistakes, but taking over what we could control was, was big because I feel like we just were like unstoppable almost both sides, just taking over everything. AJ, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I think like, so we, we had to control what we can control and we uh, just kind of fed off what, you know, they gave us. Um, and I, I think we just came out with a lot of energy and, um, you know, that kind of propelled us to that running clock. Yeah, and... You know, were you guys surprised? I, I, like I said, I don't even want to use the word easy because it's still a Midland Dow team, but 35-0 at the half. Logan, what what were you thinking going into halftime? Uh, obviously, we were fired up. Uh, a lot of things, right? I just was – I was nervous because I knew it was Midland Dow. Still, like, they, they were going to come out. But I think I think we were still just on the same track. We never skipped a beat from first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. We were just fine all the way through, and, and that was good. That was – that was important. Yeah, and AJ, you've been playing more on defense the last couple of weeks. Um, what's it like playing both sides of the ball for you? How much how much fun is that? Oh, no, it's, it's really fun. Um, definitely takes a lot out of you, um, but you kind of know that going into the week, so you got to prepare yourself mentally and physically for that. Um, but, no, I mean, it's a riot to get, you know, spend time with both sides of the ball and those guys on defense and same guys, some, some of the same guys on offense. It's yeah. fun. You and Cal can kind of switch that mindset a little bit when you guys line up together on defense. What's what's it like having sixty two next to you? No, I mean it's awesome. I mean, I've been playing next to him for the past three years, and he's one of those guys that brings energy every day, nonstop, and you know he gives it us all every down. So no, it's definitely fun playing with him. And Logan, what's it like seeing fifty four out there on defense? Yeah, I mean, he's running around knocking guys back offensively <laughs> and defensively, so it's it's fun to watch. Yeah, and for for you, coach, what's it like to kind of be able to you know. Have you know, and we we talked about it last week. How much the offensive line's improving, some other guys, and so you're able to you know kind of switch him around. What's it like to be able to have that guy just kind of line him up where you need him in those key moments? Well, I've always been a believer in building from the defense first, and, and, and I think that's super important. And and uh, obviously AJ's a tremendous offensive lineman, but um, with his abilities, having him on defense is is really important for us um, to be as good as we can be on defense. So um, yeah, it, 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 since he's joined us, it's helped a lot when some of the uh, stopping some of the run stuff and. He's had some big pass um, pass breakup things too. So, yeah, it's, it's really nice having him back and having him be able to do that. And um, and we're just going to continue to get better in regards to that rotation and those kind of things. I mean, Cal can do a lot of different things, and they can rotate on offense. And Blaine Brown's still been – you know, he's been starting for us at points, and he can come in and help him too. So, um, we've got a lot of good things going on right there right now. Yeah, Blaine made some big, a couple of big defensive plays down the stretch when he was able to get out there on the defensive line. A.J. did – Obviously, you're going to the next level looking to play, you know, offensive line at Michigan State University. But what do you enjoy more, playing offense or defense? Because you, you look like you're having fun out there both ways. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think defense is a riot. I mean, you, you do your job, and then, you know, you get to go smoke somebody on offense. You know, you, you, you're pushing them so they, they don't do that. But, 
you know, you're yeah. on the other end and you get to have a, you get to unleash it a little bit more. Yeah, you get to be a little, little bit more aggression defensively or whatever, but obviously they're both still a ton of fun for you. And you get to protect number uh, 12 here. I asked yeah. him what it's like watching him. What's it like after you make a good block and then you hear that crowd roar because you know he just threw a nice pass downfield. Yeah, no, I mean, it's fun, you know, getting back in a pass set and, you know, finishing your block, then looking up and seeing him running on the field and, you know, having a, having a guy in the end zone with the ball and, it's definitely cool to see and you know helps our offense a lot. What's better for you when a defensive lineman tries to go to the outside and you just kind of ride them until you can throw them down or they come right at you? What's more fun for you in that battle? Right at me. Yeah. <laughs> come right at you, bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> and now, Coach Mack, you got these two guys here. You got a ton of other good athletes, but talk about what these two guys bring to the table and their leadership roles. Uh, tremendous leaders you know you have talked about it before I mean they've been around our football program both of them since they were little you know that's the thing it's they're not just guys who played for two, two or three years for us on the varsity I mean they've both been around this football program forever so they just know how the football program works they know the tradition they know the history they know the things we've had that have happened that have been good and bad and all that stuff and so they're really good um, for the other players because they they know those know how that's happened before and they can they can be vocal about that you know when Old old man gets up in front of the team and talks all the time, blah 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 blah. You know some of that <laughs> stuff. But when these guys can can kind of reiterate those same thoughts, um, it, it definitely helps a ton. Yeah, and now wanted to talk about these guys both going on to the next level. And AJ, you, what other sports did you play before going into this year? You said you're going to be leaving school early to go to MSU. Yeah, so last year I, I ran track. All right, um, and then so freshman freshman year I played baseball and hockey. All right. All right. Oh, you played hockey as well? Yeah, I grew up playing hockey. All right, so growing up playing hockey, how much did that help you on the football field? I definitely think it helps a lot. Um, hip mobility, um, maintaining balance like through contact and blocks, um, being able to get out in open space. I mean, I guess don't think about it. Going backwards on the ice probably helps you a lot, that left tackle position, you know what I mean, back it up, playing uh, offensive guard. And Logan, you're playing whatever sports in season. If they roll out a basketball, baseball, or football, you're just going to pick it up and roll. I'm yep. talk, talk, you know, I think – Baseball is the one thing that we've talked about, that arm. You know, you growing up as a pitcher, how much that's helped you as a quarterback. Yeah, it's just I love playing sports and put it, put me in a season and just keep playing. And I think <laughs> uh, a lot of them teach you a lot of different things about uh, each sport is has its individual stuff, but a lot of sports correlate to other sports. So playing playing a lot of sports, I think, has helped me. Yeah, picking up those different roles in other sports matters so much. Yeah, Coach Mack, I mean – you and I talk about it all the time. Multi-sport athletes play every sport you can. These are two prime examples right here. Yeah, and, and I think like someone you're just talking about Logan. Like the thing that's so different in this generation in sports is that, um, you know, when you and you and I grew up, especially me, like you just played all the time in the backyard, in the side yard. You play our sports. So from a competitive standpoint, learning how to compete, you kind of had that mindset when you came into your high school sports, your middle school sports. A lot of time. When you talk about Logan, that's all I think about with all the sports. I don't, I don't think of him as a quarterback or the center of the basketball team or the, you know, the pitcher first base. I just think the kid's a competitor. He loves to compete, right? And so uh, that's what's missing sometimes with these specialized athletes is you see it in some of these sports where you specialize. I can think of it like whether it's the seven-on-sevens in football. Or they can they can travel ball, do everything, but they they because that doesn't emphasize the competitive nature of things a lot of times it's like the technique and this and that and it's it's good that they're working on things but to be able to compete every day and learn how to compete and learn how to be a teammate on a team that's competing and the communication involves and the, that effort to try to win a competition i think so important in sports and that's something we just all did as kids and they don't do that as much anymore right it's it's they're always looking to an adult who's teaching them everything you know they're not solving their own problems um you know 
And so I think that's really important. Yeah, you know, go back to my day. I think when I didn't come out as a freshman playing football, people were surprised because just in Shepard back in the day, just every guy it seemed like played football on the team. And I was five foot nothing, you know, hundred nothing, as they say in the old Rudy or whatever. But you're not playing football, and I was like, no, should I be? And you know, I look back, yeah, probably, probably should have been, probably would have kept me out of a a little bit of trouble. And you know, another thing I want to ask you guys about: you guys are able to go to camps, do all this stuff, and. You know, Lance Manny in real basketball, again, use him as an example. He does a great job helping the kids out, but he always wants kids playing for their high school team as well. There's something about putting on that Mount Pleasant jersey, isn't there, too, AJ? Yeah, I mean, like Coach Mack reiterated earlier, I mean, growing up around, you know, Mount Pleasant football and Mount Pleasant in general, um, you know, seeing that blue and gold, um, staying on the sideline at, you know, four, five, six, seven years old, you know, that's always been a dream of mine. Um, and so I think it means a little more, um, definitely. Yeah, what about you, Logan? Yeah, I just the it comes back to the communicate community and like we we're talking about the student section and the basketball games and all that stuff and how great they've been. It's like Mount Pleasant is just a great place to be and to play for them is great and you can pay to go play for any travel team or any big name or travel to go go somewhere, but only a few people can go to Mount Pleasant and that's that's what makes it special. And I, I really appreciate. It. I think this. I'm glad you asked this question, especially with these two guys. Um, I really appreciate the fact that they are really loving being an Oiler. You know what I mean? Like, they can say it, but, like, AJ obviously has a lot going on, right? Like, whether it's just the recruiting and, and graduating early, and there's a lot of things he's dealing with right now, and he loves being an oiler right now. Like, that's awesome, right? Like, because you see it, I mean, I'll be honest, you see it at other schools and other places with recruits. Like, some might not be, they're like, yeah, I'm doing this, you know? Like, you watch some of these Netflix series and different things, right, about, and they're like, yeah, I got to play high school ball, so I'm playing, but whatever, you know? No, AJ's dialed in to being an oiler right now, and that's really cool. And that's really sweet. Same with Logan, right? These guys have lots of stuff going on after this is over with, but they're dialed in and they love being a Mount Pleasant Oiler. And, and, and I, that, that feeds into our program, that feeds into our younger guys, and it's really cool. Yeah, do you, and I guess you, you guys grew up here, so you guys do know this example you're setting for the younger guys, don't you? Yeah, I mean, you look at, you know, Tyler Huneman, Joshell, um, Anton, um, you know, all those guys that came before us, um, Sean Fitzgerald, like, looking at them, you know, that was always, I know for me and I know for Logan too, like, that was the goal. Yeah, they, they made a blueprint for you guys to be able to follow. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Time for a quick break here on Spock Sports Show. Brought to you by Barberry Law Firm. When we come back, more with A.J. Dennis, Logan Barochuk, Coach McIntyre, to talk more about their leadership when we come back. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Hi, this is Joe Barber. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the Central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind if you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident. Contact Barbary Law and we'll take care of you. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. How good does that make you feel, not just as a coach, but as an athletic director to have examples like this? Yeah, it's great. I mean, like, that's what makes this enjoyable for me. I mean, when when I took over in years ago now, I guess, whatever, 2006, like, we had good teams here. Um, we did. We had up and down years, good football teams, good football players, but there wasn't really a sense of a program. We had went through like four or five head coaches in like six years and just 
there wasn't like playing for something bigger than yourself. That was my number one goal. And, and, and just to see that and see these guys and how they have, um, like they talk about players in the past. I mean, that's, that's what makes it cool for me, man. Cause like, that's what I was like. Yeah. I can remember the guys like Kyle Kennett and these guys that are like, these guys wouldn't know that when I was in seventh and eighth grade, I was looking up and wanted to be, and then hoping that that was, I was the guy for some of those younger players. And then, I mean, that, that just what makes tradition really fun. Yeah. And now you guys won the Valley outright this year. Um, people don't know how competitive that Saginaw Valley North is. Go look at how many playoff teams there's going to be. There's going to be a, a, a bunch of them. Um, how much does that mean to you guys to win that outright your senior year? Yeah. I mean, I think I can kind of speak for Logan and part of this, but like three years in a row, um, it's definitely really special. Um, like you said, knowing how competitive this is year in and year out, um, it kind of speaks to, you know, the, the team atmosphere we have um, and the goals that we set. Yep, Coach, for you. Yeah, um, I mean, it's awesome. I, mean, <laughs> I, I told them, like, for for me, like, it's important, but I'm, it's more important for these guys, like, right? Like, who doesn't want to be able to come back, like I was telling them, to the gym when they're – 25, 35, 45, 55, and see that number on that banner on the, in the gym wall, right? Like, I mean, that's that's what makes it cool. That's what makes lifting the weights, you know, and running the hills and doing all those things. That's what you're trying to get done. And when you finally get it, it just makes it that much more rewarding, you know. And so, and, and these two guys were both basically, they were both part of all three of these, right? I mean, um, so it, it, it's cool. This one was the best, though. First two were like, yeah, it's cool. And then last year was tied. And I was like, oh, we could have really done something special. This one, this one was cool. It's always better your senior year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, AJ, uh, playing for Coach McIntyre, what, what's that like? Talk about that a little bit. No, I mean, it's great. Uh, he's definitely and you hard. And you can pretend he's not here <laughs> if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, he's definitely hard on us. Um, you know, But that that's the expectation he has. Big dreams equals big expectations. Um, and he sets that every day. Um, and you know, when, you know, you're not doing something right, you know, he's vocal about that, which is good, you know, cause that gives us that reminder that, you know, there's something that needs to be fixed. Yeah. But I, that's the first time I've heard that big dreams, big expectations. I, I think that's a kind of a cool, yeah, cool way to put and, it. And, and listen, I mean, it goes back to competition. There's, I can only be who I am and I only want them to be who they are. And one thing I can promise you, Em, is I'm a competitive sucker, right? Like, that's what I learned as a kid, backyard football, whatever. And that that's going to show up with these guys on the practice field every day. And it's going to be um, – I the things that I'm always hard on them about, are, like AJ said earlier, are the things they can control, right? I, I don't – I hardly anybody's ever been yelled because some guy twice their size knocked him over, right? Like, but if they could have been that gap anyways on defense, then they're going to hear about it, right? So um, I just – I think it comes back to just being as comp- a competitive guy and, and – these guys understand that now they're and again two guys have been around a long time yeah. so they understand well, i'll compare it to me on the radio i can't help myself i'm a dork i'm an idiot i get excited when you guys make big plays and you're you're, you're the same way you get excited you get you get excited for a big play you get fired up when they're mis- mistaken heibel talked about that on the air he said he enjoys watching you coach because you see a mistake and you're going to correct it immediately right then and there because well, that, i hope i correct well. it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't get corrected but but it's pointed out let's put it that way <laughs> well but I, the best coach I ever played for was probably um, I had two two really. I mean, I, my dad is my favorite coach of all time. But the, the two of the coaches who probably had the biggest influence for me was my varsity basketball coach, Steve Marley, and the defense coordinator when I played in college. And those two guys had two things really similar: they never stopped. They just never stopped. And I didn't like it a lot of times. I mean, they were hard. They were hard. But you couldn't wait for that moment when they were when they pad you on the back and told you did a good job because you knew it was an honesty, right? Like. Grandma's always going to tell you you did a good job. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When you dang well know you didn't. 
You know, but when those coaches who are hard on you and are always going when they're high energy when you do something bad, you hear about it, and when you do something good, they bring the energy too, then you know that that good was really good. You know, and I, that's what I always loved about the coaches. I don't know if I became kind of that kind of coach because that's, uh, those coaches had a big influence on me or it's just who I am, but yeah. yeah I think so. you have. It, <laughs> it feels pretty good when you give me a pat on the back. <laughs> Most of the time, it's, yeah. it's not coming for a... Uh, a pat on the back for a good thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's you know, and it's and I'm gonna we're gonna make you uh, give him some some uh, some cachet here, and you he's hard on you because you know he cares too, Logan. I, I mean, oh, yeah. I think that's the most important thing too. If you well, you know, kids don't care to listen unless you know that they care. Right. You know, does that make sense saying that? Yeah, I've had some of the guys before be like, man, why, why is he yelling so? Why 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 is he doing that? Why is he saying that? Like, because he cares, like. We could have a coach out here just like, oh, I just want to get home, you know, eat dinner, blah, blah, blah. No, he's there from 3 to 5 or 3 to 5.30, whatever we do, all the time, locked in, watching film in here, watching film at home. Like, all the stuff, he's he's always studying, always, like, prepared. And, like, yeah. I'd rather have a coach that's harder than me that's prepared than a coach that just doesn't care. Yeah, and, uh, that's important. Uh, and the me. one thing, listen, I'll be honest, the one thing that's disappointed me as I've aged is I tend to be more energetic on the negative and less energetic on the positive. When I started, I was that guy, like, all the time. I don't know if it's because I'm wearing out of energy or what, and I turn into my old man. I don't know, but 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 my goal is to continue to be it. And I thought that they brought it out on me Friday night a little bit. I got a little fired up Friday because there was a lot more positive going on. So. But I, I told you, you know, I was I was packing up stuff, heading out, and you were walking up to the press box to start, you know, picking up things in there, you know, switching over to your AD job, and that that might have been the most beaming I've ever seen you after. after I've seen you excited after some football. Actually, maybe when I saw you up in Marquette after you guys beat Marquette, you were, you were beaming pretty good then. But I remember I just, I just saw just the, the biggest smile on your face. I thought, I was like, man, I can't wait to talk to him Monday about this one. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was fun. And it, yeah. was, it was good to get some of that uh, high-energy positive vibes out a little bit. I need to do more of that, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh, for me, I talked about the you know lumberjack of the game, uh, Weber Brothers Sawmill player of the game. We gave it to Logan Zenneberg. Um, I'm sure you guys were cool with that. Talk about what he's meant to this football team, Logan. Yeah, he's just he's just that guy that a guy that's always there, always prepared, ready to go. Puts his nose down, works. You know, doesn't ever say anything about why his name's not in the paper, why his name's not doing this. He's just number nine, and he's got Oilers on the front, and that's what he cares about, and he goes and does it. AJ, he, both defensively and offensively. Right. And yeah, I mean. You know, you, you look at who he is and how he was brought up. He's a blue-collar type kid, and, you know, that's the way he plays. You know, he, he'll put his body on the line, you know. He, he does whatever he can do, you know, to help us. Yeah, he had the, the tackle that kind of helped you guys, I guess, tie for the Valley last Absolutely. year, didn't it? You, yeah, you know what I mean? Central. Traverse Central, yeah. yeah. Yep. But, I mean, he's a perfect example of why I love – I mean, I, I love coaching these guys. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to – these D1 guys are nice. But, but what makes it really fun all the time for me are those kind of guys, right? Like, yep. I mean, here's a guy who's – his high school, you know, he. I think he has good. He might have a chance, but in reality, a lot of these guys, they're not going to play more football here in, in about a month, you know. And um, he is dialed in all the time, like they said. And he's a player who could be a starting running back on a lot of high school football teams, right? And Friday's a perfect example. Rubio can't play this week. Logan steps in in our in our three back sets, and he has a touchdown catch, a touchdown run. You know, I mean, like, and he, he's probably going, oh, I could do that every game, coach, if you need me to, you know, and, and but he won't. He'll just say, what do you need me to do this week, you know? Yeah. And, Logan, you kind of maybe talk about right place, right time. Did You guys, he's a senior. He's one of the leaders. Do you, you guys are just able to line him up back there, and he kind of knew where to go? Yeah, he always knows what he's doing, no matter what. Yeah. A lot yeah. of different positions. Yeah, he's uh, a perfect example of, he should be a perfect example for other players. I mean, when Logan's taking his, because he's our backup quarterback in our full house set, and when Logan's taking reps, like when we're doing things, I can see him off on the back, like with his feet practicing that play, even though he's not getting that rep. 
And that's really rare for a high school player. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty darn cool yeah. to hear and that. And then he's got to be in the backfield taking the handoff, yeah. yep. which he could be taking the handoff from himself, and then he's got to go to fullback, and that's it. And then he's on defense, and it's just – And sometimes it's embarrassing for the other guys because I think he knows the plays better than the guys who get all the reps. <laughs> <laughs> These guys will probably agree with me. <laughs> uh, guys got Linden coming up Friday, looking to win your eighth straight, finish eight and one. What's it going to take to beat them? Uh, I mean, I th- definitely think it's like we need to bring that energy that we did last Friday. Um you know, uh, although it's not a conference game, you know, I think it is for us in the locker room. You know, we got to have that same atmosphere. We got to have that same week of practice, uh, the same energy, you know, from the first snap to the last one. Yeah, Logan? Uh, I think just grit and toughness is going to be important this week. Kind of like Coach Mack was preaching last year, like it's a playoff game almost. You know, it's a different opponent. This one's going to be on the road. They're they're good. They got talent. And we just need to need to grind out a win and get, get tough. It's going to be a long bus ride. Never been there before. It's just like all those things, like you just got to bear down, and it doesn't matter because they're playing at home. They're playing their last game. So they're, they're going to come to beat us. Be we senior go night for them. them. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I think if they don't win, they don't get in the playoffs. So, Because right, that was the other thing I was going to bring up. Like I said, this is a team that you could definitely see again down the Good. road. Yeah. Yep. And but So they're, they're, they're going to be as fired up as you can be. and It's kind of a tough situation. They've had three um, road games in a row, lost all three. They've won every game at home. Um, we've had three home games in a row. Been playing pretty well. We've been on the road in a little while. Logan hit it, long trip. I mean, there's a lot of things that make this game really interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we want to have you know home field advantage and we want to have a lot of momentum going in the playoffs, this is, this is we need to play well. Yep. Yeah, one, well, this is why you schedule that game too for, for that playoff run to you know to get yep. prepared for that D three playoffs. It's just it's it's a gauntlet no matter where you go, what you go, and et cetera. I think I've got my was it Reed City hat on for Cadillac to get knocked off uh, this week or whatever. So we'll see if that happens. We'll be catching up with the guys again next week before a playoff game. We do know that's going to happen, but where and when it will be, who it's going to be against, we'll uh, find that out next week. But AJ Dennis, Logan Barrow, Coach Mack, thank you guys so much for joining me. Really appreciate it. All right, thank, yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Bachman, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.